This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And good Thursday Thanks morning for listening to, to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Max Check the guys Johnson, out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. By the way, thanks to you two, that Hot Sauce Freddy thing <laughs> will not leave me alone. So thanks to you two. <laughs> That's good, though. <laughs> it is. I didn't say it was a bad thing. I'm just saying it, it, it's a good thing. What's going on, gentlemen? How's everybody doing today? Doing good morning, doing Frederick. Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Frederick, wow. That's not even my government name, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> More hot sauce, <laughs> No, it's Freddie. Just Freddie, not Frederick. It's not Frederick. Yeah, it's not Frederick. We're not. We're not in London with the with the king. It's no, just Freddie. Uh, well, well mm-hmm. would it be Frederick? <laughs> I, I guess maybe in certain continents, sure, it could be Frederick. But here in the good old United what else States, would it, it would be. You know how it was Robert Bob, that, right? Federico. Right. It could be Frederico. Federico. I can see it that. It could be Alfred. Federico is more Washington Heights. Yes, it is. Federico. It, it's, you don't look yeah. like an Alfred. No, no. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not the butler from Batman. Yeah. No, I'm not that. Not at all. No, no, I don't want you to be a butler at all. And not, well, hey, I'm trying to have you if be it Bruce pays Wayne. well, now, if it pays well, I can, you know, I can do that if it I pays well. People do, Jay, what, I, well, I don't even know why I asked that question. What, <laughs> yeah, about, we know why you asked it, because you're Keyshawn. That's no, why you asked it. I was going to say, do people even have butlers? And I'm like, well, I'm on a show with a dude with a butler. What the hell am I thinking? It didn't take long, Jay. Not even, I, what, like five seconds? You know what? Also, Freddie, like, you're not a butler. You're Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? Yes, Bruce I'd rather Wayne. be the Batman. Yeah, no doubt about he's that. He's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. That's right. We're, we're all Bruce no, Wayne. No, no, yeah. no, no, we're no. Not suits. me. <laughs> not I was just saying, I was thinking when I said butler, yeah. in my mind, I was like, I wonder if people even have butlers anymore. But I forgot mm-hmm. that I'm on the show with you, Jay, and you have a butler. Oh, no, boy. that's Max. That's Max. His butler is handling all of his stuff now that he's out. You guys getting that shady early in the morning when it comes to butlers and Jay, Will, and Max? That's what we're doing? To start the show. I mean, Keith, nah, don't get don't get me started with Keith this morning. <laughs> wait a minute. This is a kind wait, of, you're on the show with them every day. This is st- SOP with you two. I mean, we were we what were Keith was talking to me the other day about uh what was it like polo? Not polo. Um, see, I'm even drawing the blank on the name of the sport. What's the sport, Keith? You go you go to all the matches up in Montecito. Oh, polo. Polo. Yeah. Polo. You, go to, you been to polo matches? Freddie, you been to polo matches? I have not. See, see how, see how he not. deflected really quick, yeah. Freddie? I've been to water polo oh, matches, asking, but not the asking. polo and the horse matches. I yeah. have not been to those. No. Oh, you were asking me if I've been to polo. Yeah. That's what we need to do, Key. We need to, we need to make our own polo match. We need to bring Snoop. Wow. We need to have a comedy show. We need to make it like ours. Can you imagine Snoop on a horse oh. and a mallet in his hand? Well, he, I'd horse be out there crip walking. <laughs> I'm talking about it. It'll be the best polo match of all time. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that we would uh, be allowed to do that, no. Jay. That's what I'm saying. We're gonna make it ours, Keith. We're gonna bring ours to the polo match. Yeah, be out there barbecuing. Wait, no, 
Guys be on the horse. Oh, people wouldn't know what to do, Freddie. Stop the stereotype. People be on the ballots with horses and forties, man. You horse don't need coming that. <laughs> Popping, trotting, ha. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of a guy carrying a big stick that's not in a horse, that oh. guy's Aaron Judge. See what I did there? Stuck at 60 home runs. The, the Yankees beat the Pirates 14 to 2. But What'd the Yankees. Look, leave it alone. Just let me go. Yankees fans Howard decided to boo Pirates reliever Eric Stout for walking Judge in the bottom of the eighth inning. He was determined that he was not going to get anything good to hit Key and Jay. What are your thoughts? Do you blame him for doing that? Would you have challenged him? You guys speak on this with what happened last night. You know, I don't, I don't blame him for doing it at all. I think, you know, they're they're not in the game. The game's gonna be, it's over with, right? In in certain sports, you up that by that much, you remove guys. In baseball, when you up like that, they leave guys in, and for you know, not necessarily to break records, get records, things of that nature. Just because I guess the the uh, personnel is not as deep as in other sports like football. You get up a big lead in football. They take you out. You go win the game sometime, they take a guy out. Right. And when I look at this situation, you know, if I'm him, I'm doing the same. In fact, I may even intentionally walk him, right, hmm. because this is what it is. You're not going to make me a part of history. I'd rather be a part of a 13-hour conversation, okay, where the morning show, Lee KJM leads into it at, uh, or post game talks about it. It's on the late news. It's on ESPN on Sports Center. We roll into it in the morning time. You're talking about it in the morning, maybe a little bit in the afternoon, and it's gone, gone. off the Pluto. Where, okay. where if you hit that jack on me, I'm I'm here now. I'm rest of Keyshawn Johnson gave up the 61st home run of Aaron Judge in 19. Blah blah blah. You know, you just I don't want to deal with that. No, why would I do that? Yeah, Freddie, Key, I, I'm, I want you to know my name for the right reason, not for the wrong reason. Okay. And uh, hmm. I, I'll, I'll never forget we were playing Toronto, and Vince was coming down, and I was in this uh, the restricted area. Right. And I thought for my I thought to myself for a second, yo, step in and take a charge. And then I realized ah, that's that's not Vince. A, not a good idea. And I had to make a business decision. We call it a business <laughs> decision, Freddie Key, yes. like every single day, right? Uh-huh. Like, so my business decision was. Nah, you ain't going to have your stuff all in my – no, not on TV. Not Ain't going to have memes of me. I'm not going to be it. So I, I, I'm i fine with Yankee fans. You want to boo Eric Stout? Boo him all you want. Mm-hmm. Eric Stout, I would have done that all day long. Yeah, Eric Stout did the right thing. Yeah, you ain't going to catch he, me he, like that. He certainly did. And, you know, I, I, I like I said, I would have just did it intentionally because when you're pitching and you're pitching slightly outside, mm-hmm. you know, you become a conversation for 13 hours. If you intentionally walk him, now everybody knows, including everybody knows, including the, the sports world, that you intentionally walked him because you did not want him to hit the 61st home run. Instead, the way that you did it puts up a conversation like we're having right now where it's like, well, he was high and outside. He was high and outside. Well, just go ahead and intentionally walk him. So now you, you reduce that 13-hour conversation to two hours post-game, and that's pretty much it. Would you do the same thing that Keyshawn J. Will talked about? If the game's out of hand, not pitching Aaron Judge and being a part of history, let us know part of Keyshawn J. Will and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Don't forget ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. I want you guys to hear some from Aaron Judge, Yankees outfielder. 
and he was asked after last night if the extra attention has affected him in his chase for history. Not at all. You know, Yankee Stadium gets rowdy, so it's it's been rowdy these past couple of days, and this this is this is just how it is. So I just try to treat it just like any other any other series, any other game, and any other any other moment. So don't try to don't try to get too big in any moment. Trampolining off what you guys said, and Jay, you can lead this one and then key way in. I wonder how much he may start to get pitched around in the final two weeks. Even he, he leads off the game. So I wonder how much of this we could start to see that guys may not want to be a part of that history and not challenging him if you're a team that's not even in contention for the playoffs, whether it's the American League, whatever division that's going to be. Yeah, but, I, I mean, I think inevitably he'll get pitched to. I mean, there's still a lot of jockeying and position right now leading into before we get to the playoffs. But I, I can see that happening to a degree, Freddie. But th- I, I think the thing that is a the common theme that I love about a judge is that it, it, there is such a blue-collar approach to everything that he does. Sure. Like, even though he's going to be in the threes, maybe maybe even the fours, if he, if he actually – if they win the World Series, we were talking about this yesterday, this could be the greatest offensive season in the history of baseball that he's having. He gets the triple crown, the home run record. I mean, he leads in about seven to eight statistical categories. But the way he handles it, it I, I keep saying it, it makes me feel like Derek Jeter. That it doesn't matter how big the moment is. I know this dude will arrive in that moment, but the way he'll treat it, he'll deflect and he'll act like it's all about the team, which it is. Like, they got a legit run last night. You feel like they're about to make a run. So he's got one home run to go. Mm-hmm. He's got about 27 at-bats left if he's leading off. and he. So you figure if, if that's the case, right? 27 at-bats, Freddie. Maybe a little bit more than that, depending. I mean, they got 13 yeah, games. I, I'm just, I'm yeah. being light. So I hear you. Okay. I'm going to give them 27 or 30 at bat. They're not going to intentionally walk him or pitch around him right. that entire time. So he's going to get it at some point. When is at some point? But I really didn't understand the question to begin with because he said the, the, the pressure. Well, I'm like, the dude didn't hit 60 home runs. If he was feeling the, yeah. the heat, you he would have never got the six. That, that was trying to be a gotcha question. I don't know who asked that question, Aaron Judge, but to that point, Keith, that was trying to find what kind of answer he was going to give for a guy that has been this kind of dude all year long because he's bet on himself. Yes. And he's about to maybe have the greatest season that we've seen in Major League Baseball. It's one thing to hit 60 home runs and to maybe knock in 130, 135 RBIs, but to win a triple crown yeah, while man. hitting 60 home runs and betting on yourself, if he's able to do that, that may go down to one of the greatest baseball seasons, if not the greatest baseball season ever. Just I my opinion. Which type of aircraft he's looking at right about now? Probably G650. Yeah. It's going to be the Aaron Judge G6, 65 yeah. because he made one of his 65 home runs. That's why we named my get, play. The AJ 767. That, that Drake, you know, go next level with it. I like that. I yeah. like that. Glenn in Arizona at 888 Glenn, what do you got to say? Uh, I just don't understand. I'm sorry. Good morning, guys. I don't morning. understand. What happened to wanting to man up and challenge a guy like Judge with your pitches, especially in a blowout, going to the mound and saying, you know, I'm going to get this guy. I'm going to get this out. Easy to say, but if you don't want to be a part of history, <laughs> certain dudes will. Easy to say until your ass is up there yeah, pitching to him. Yeah, like you said, Jay, BD, business decisions, and that Pirates reliever made a business decision not to be on the wrong side of history instead of the right side. He's Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie coming in from Max Kellerman on Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max. And Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow is locked in 
while Celtics coach Ime Odoka could be locked out for the year. That's after this from Omega. Is your small or medium-sized business still recovering from the pandemic? Let Omega Accounting Solutions help. There are numerous tax credits for big businesses. Large corporations have been taking advantage of these for decades. The Employee Retention Credit, or ERC, is finally a subsidy made exclusively for small businesses, but it has a limited window opportunity. Omega can help your business get a $26,000 refund for each employee with the ERC. This powerful tax credit is based on the wages and health care costs you paid employees during the pandemic. This is money you already paid the government and you can get back. Omega's a BBB partner with 15 years experience navigating tax incentives. They have recovered over $300 million in cash ERC refunds for customers in the last six months alone. From restaurants to solar companies, your business could be next. Get started now by calling Omega at 800-704-2000. That's 800-704-2000. Or go to omegataxcredits.com for a free consultation before the government's filing window closes and this refund is gone for good. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app with Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie Coleman, and for Max Kellerman. And Key, what are your thoughts on Joe Burrow, Bengals quarterback, they're 0-2, and he wants to be locked in and deleting social media apps off his phone to get locked in? Is he deleting the apps off his phone because he's tired of the negativity that's being pushed toward him? Uh, I mean, what you or is he saying that it's taking up too much of his study time? Because if it's taking up too much of your study time, that's a problem. But I wouldn't think that you would have your phone in looking at apps when you're in meetings, looking at, you know, film and things like that. So, I mean, I don't know. It's I, I really, in all honesty, don't care because I hate I hate social media as it is already. <laughs> yes, you do. And so, <laughs> me. 
you know, <laughs> give it to give it to Jay. He loves all that gossiping and wow. negativity and negativity. Did he just call you TMZ, Jay? He did. he did. I mean, that, it, that's what that's what uh, that's what we do, though, Freddie. No, that's what you do. No, that no, that well, I'm 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 a little bit younger than you, Key. Like I, I kind of grew up in this. That don't mean nothing, man. What are you talking? It's a generational thing. No, it's not. Key, no. Key, <laughs> Key. I've kind of grown up on my phone all the time. Like Twitter is. Like, as much as headlines, like, I look at Twitter for all my news. That's how I get all my news daily. So it's it's just more part of, like, and I guess for me how I would see this key is that, like, just having Twitter, IG, TikTok on my phone is enough to make me want to check it. Just having the app on my phone. You like, have it's a, there. I spend time roaming on my phone, roaming on a, these things. You have a, a disease that we have to get fixed. That's probably true. What's the disease that he has to Social get fixed? Social media self-validation. He cannot, it, like, it's just, it's disgusting. Uh-huh, okay. It's just disgusting. It, it, it bugs the daylights out of you <laughs> yeah. that someone that you know it, it, is the that first close, thing, isn't it? The first thing, That's what it comes down to. And the first thing everybody about? says is, oh, it's a age gap. It's a generational thing. It's like no, no, no. I'm cool, man. I'm not no old fart. No, I, I didn't I, say that. No, I get it. I too <laughs> can look at all of the stuff. I just choose not to, and I don't. And part of it is, I only go to it if Jay say, "Hey, Key, did you see this? Yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah. Key, take a look at this." Right. Or somebody say, "Hey, look at." Otherwise, I'm not sitting up for. 12 hours and can't close my eyes at night because I'm swipe, 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 click, click. I, just, swipe, I know, swipe. but Key, I got... So when I got, Joe Burrow is doing this, I'm concerned. Yeah. I got friends that I talk to on DM that I don't even text mm-hmm. or yeah. call. We talk on DM. DM is. That's, that's my... <laughs> so I think it's the right move for Joe Burrow. That's my point. Uh, okay. Whatever you need to do to focus it, 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 yeah, and yeah. Just not what distract yourself. What the hell yourself. is a DM? <laughs> <laughs> Direct well, message. Th- that'll be another conversation to explain <laughs> that to you. Thanks to Joe Burrow. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, there we go. Yeah. Y'all think I'm uh, like uh, seventy five uh, years uh, old? No. no, we don't. Jay may think that, but that, I don't. I, That's because I'm older than off, you. Why are you speaking for me, Freddie? Because you've done it to me on this show, and I feel that. <laughs> so now you know how it feels. I'm just trying to break down the key what a DM means. You know what no, I mean? Okay, so uh, so, I, so in all honesty, before we move on and continue to talk about Joe Burrow, yeah, in in the Cincinnati Bengals and everything that's going on in sports in the Boston mm-hmm. Celtic Celtics. world, I oh. want you to explain to me, Jess. Yes, this ought to be good. In yes. layman terms, yes, I got you. I know, I know what it means. Is direct message. I get all of that. Uh huh. But why do I need to direct message you when I could just text you? That's very true. Or pick up the phone and call you. That's very true. I well, don't. Not, I don't get that. So this whole conversation was centered around Joe Burrow mm-hmm. deleting social media apps off his phone so he can be focused on the season. And my whole point was, it's a part of my DNA. Growing, up. I have friends, Key. Honestly, like legit friends uh-huh. who don't call me. Okay. Who don't text me, but we. Communicate via direct message What's on the IG. Though it, it, there is no difference. It's just an alternative form of communication. Just another way of communicating, not through text or not through calls. So, like it's you become dependent upon these apps because you like their comments. It's like Facebook. Like my my brother in law puts up pictures of him and his kids. Right. So my wife and I naturally are on IG liking stuff, DMing him. Hey, that's how it works. 
That's how it works it's for you. It's a communication you. portal. Yeah. That's how it works no, for I you. No, I get it. I, That's I, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. I have friends and family, and they do the same thing. I just, I. Just not for you. It's, no, See, it's but, but, so totally not for but, me. But, but Freddie, by the time I come off the app and then I got to pull up your name, it's just, in, I, why? I'm, I'm already on it. Just hit you. Yeah, I, I could go right down to Freddie. Boom, text you. Hey, man, what's up? He hit me right <laughs> Thank back. you. Yeah. I don't I, need I, all and, 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 and I have a foot, I have a foot in both of these. I don't need the Snapchat, snap, yeah. right, Let me call you all. I'll call, I'll call you all from away. my landline, okay? That's what y'all want. I'll call you from my landline. No, even your rotary cell phone. phone the rotary phone, no, they, we ain't <laughs> no, that old now. We're not the Smithsonian. you sound like we were born in 1932 Thank and we're still stuck in that. That's not it, Jay. It's just, why do you feel not... We're not doing the Charleston why do you here. Need, why do you feel the need to have to use a DM when you can just text or pick up the damn phone? Because I, I just don't understand. Just not, yeah. I'm going to communicate with you through Facebook. I don't need to communicate right. with you through Facebook. I can on, just not call you I can't or whatever those apps and stuff, I, that I social media <laughs> stuff, man. You know what I'm saying. And Facebook is old now, right? Yeah. So you don't like Facebook. <laughs> Well, and then I your excuse then me tell me Facebook, so here's your, it's not even, it's meta now it's not even Facebook yeah, so meta, here's yes. your excuse yes. though mm-hmm. the reason you have it is so that you can look at all of your family that lives in Indiana's pictures of their kids growing up and lost friends yes. from high school yes. you can communicate yes. with yes yeah. Okay. Thumbs up. Yes. Yes. That's well, why. Welcome to the generation. Yeah, I love those excuses. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the generation gap portion known as Keyshawn J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. The ESPN app. And now ESPN, you by the way, click more in the lower right hand corner and then scroll down to live radio and bam, that's where you can find us, whether you like to text or hit Snapchat or whatever that's going to be. Social media is di- another one. Social media is different than it being on your staff, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that later. Yes, we will, because right now, Emil Doka, there's a lot of conversation about him, Transition no matter comment. what kind of media, social media, terrestrial media, whatever that is. The Celtics head coach facing disciplinary action, which could include a significant suspension that could be up to a year for his role in a consensual, intimate relation with a woman who is a member of the Boston Celtics staff. His job is not in jeopardy, but according to Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN senior NBA insider, he is going to face some time away from the Boston Celtics. Ime Udoka is facing disciplinary action with the Celtics. I'm told uh, a likely suspension, uh, a significant suspension for what's being termed a violation of team guidelines. Uh, Boston is still discussing what that suspension might look like uh, but this is a Celtics matter, I'm told. This is not uh, a league uh, issue. This is an internal Boston look at Udoka and this violation of team guidelines, but certainly jarring for this Celtics organization. Uh, this was a first-year head coach who took Boston all the way to the NBA Finals. Uh, but I'm told at this hour he is facing a significant suspension um, for what, again, is being described as, as a, an apparent violation of team guidelines. Jay Will, training camps open up for the Boston Celtics next Tuesday. That's going to be a very interesting first day of training camp for the Boston Celtics. I mean, look, on, on the basketball side, there's a lot to unpack here. But on, on, the, on the basketball side of things, obviously I think for a team that has added Malcolm Brogdon, they have mm-hmm. some good pieces that you kind of felt like they were a couple of pieces away from winning the whole thing last year with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I think this is a significant, a massive loss. If, that, if he's being suspended for the year 
Which I, why would it be for the year? Like I, I get breaking team rules, and I'm not condoning the actions at all. But I, I don't think it would be a year if it was a consensual relationship. Now, the the moral side of it, it's something that we can discuss later because there's people all always want to go to that, right? And that that story becomes yeah. bigger. But I, I've seen people in business who can still function and run an elite business even though they've had some breakdowns morally with some things that now the breaking team guidelines, I understand that, but a year that seems extreme to me. Doesn't it key? Well, it does seem pretty extreme, but I think when you talk about team guidelines, there are rules in place and you mm-hmm. know how I feel about rules. I, I hate in, in when there's rules in place and clear rules in place, you know, you, you, you don't want to set a precedent in an organization that we say, Hey, this is what it is. And then we do something different. Now, here's what I would say: from a basketball standpoint, they bringing in players. They, they, you know, they went to the championship a year ago. They certainly have one of the better teams in the East. You now disrupt that for a longer period of time. Now, maybe it's not a year. Maybe it's, maybe it's not a year. Maybe it's two months. Maybe it's a handful of games. I don't know. Um, but a year, as of right now, seems a bit of a stretch because it's not. I mean, it's not one of those situations that they. I'm sure that the, the Boston Celtics have looked at and said to themselves they're going to fire him right. or something along those lines because of the consensual side of it, like you said, Jay, and this is the reason we even having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, they're right up against it, right up against the, 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 the time that they got to go to training camp. Training camp opens on Tuesday. And so they've now got to figure out who who's the intern coach because the lead assistant is now in Utah. So you're saying to yourself, okay, do we have somebody on this bench that can carry this team through the, the course of an 82-game season? Do we have somebody like that? Or do we have somebody that can take us through a month? And so those are all the things I'm sure that they're going through this morning and trying to work out to see. By the way, Wolch says a, a clarification on the suspension could come down as soon as today. By the way, the assistant coaches of the Boston Celtics are Ben Sullivan, Joe Missoula and Aaron Miles and Matt Reynolds. So mm-hmm. those are the assistants on the staff. Those names don't resonate, although Damon Stoudemire is also a part of that staff. So that could be the guy, a former NBA player, a man who's been a head coach in college. Maybe he could be in line to be the interim head coach, whatever that suspension is going did, to be. When did Mighty Mouse get over there? He's been there for He's been there uh, like, they, since, uh, yeah, since Emil Doka took the job. Yep. Damon had really? joined him. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he, he has I head coaching had experience. The rock somewhere. Yeah. Well, he's been. I'm still to this day thinking he had University of Pacific or something. No, 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 yeah, no he's <laughs> not. He, 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 he's Man, gone, time he's gone, flies. He's like gone that. from the left side to the to the to the other side. That's what he's done, especially coaching. Oh, well, then in that, the NBA. to me, to me, that's the easy one. No, I'm giving it to Mighty Mouse. Yeah. Let's roll. Yeah, and Let's and figure it out. Something like that, with having somebody who's been in the NBA game and those NBA players can maybe better equipped to handle this, which is going to be an immediate distraction from day one for the Boston Celtics, a team that made the NBA Finals last year. But nobody be talking about that next Tuesday when they open up camp, when it gets to the start of this year. With Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie coming in from Max Kellerman, or Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. And we're going to use the word plus when it comes to Steelers versus Browns tonight and two other NFL games on a big NFL game weekend this weekend. That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. And we do on the plus side here at Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and now on ESPNU with Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman. We do a little on the plus side. It's the best underdog bets of NFL Week 3, so we see the stage to Shannon Penn, the producer, Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. All right, Week 3 in the NFL is here, fellas. Let's all get excited. So what we're going to do, we have three games. I'm going to give you the games. So we're going to try to pick some dogs ahead of Week 3. <laughs> Keyshawn, I will start with you. Jacksonville, underdog at the Chargers. Jacksonville plus seven at the Los Angeles Chargers. How do you see that one going? I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars in this situation. They've been playing good football the first two weeks of the season. Doug Peterson certainly figured out what to do with Kristen Kirk, how to put the football in Travis Etienne's hands. Things that was not happening in Jacksonville under Urban Meyer. The Chargers on the flip side, you got banged up quarterback. You got to out Keenan Allen, J.C. Jackson. What's going to happen with the Chargers when they need to push the ball down the field without a guy like Keenan Allen in the lineup in a barbecue-ribbed guy in Justin Herbert? I'm taking the Jaggy Wars. I'm still surprised that the Jags shut out the Colts like that, but mm-hmm. moving on, damn. Mm-hmm. What happened to the Colts this year, man? They have not looked like the team we thought we were going to see with them. Yeah. All right, Jay, you're up next. Look, let's look, Looking at the NFL slate, we got the Los Angeles Rams at – Arizona, Arizona, plus three and a half. How do you like this one? Yeah, I, I like Arizona, the cover here. I, I still think the Rams will find a way to win. But, I mean, you talk about the Cardinals haven't beaten the Rams inside State Farm uh, Stadium since 2014. I, I think they're due. And I think that the, the way the Cardinals found something towards the end of the game against the Raiders, mm-hmm. even though the Raiders gave that game away, sometimes those are games that catapult momentum. And I think this is a matchup, a big-time matchup. We'll see the best of Kyle Murray. And I, even though I know the Rams are studded, and even that game against the Falcons, it didn't feel like they're dominating teams the way I would have thought they were. They allowed teams to hang in the game. I think it's a big-time game for Mighty Mouse at home that he has to get. Hey, Jay. Yes? Doesn't that, doesn't that stadium look like the big toaster? <laughs> I've never... <laughs> It does. <laughs> Have you seen? You, you've seen that, don't seen Yeah, it, it does. Look like a giant like toaster. toaster. I never thought about it like that. <laughs> wow. Well, put it this way. Yeah. They, they better try to toast them feet of Kyler Murray because he's going to be running around all night mm-hmm. long if the Rams can't catch him. <laughs> no Von Miller to do that. Yeah. All you hear is like, <laughs> when That's he's doing he that. <laughs> yeah. You ever see like the whole thing when they do like a whole like scavenger hunt? You go around the country, you try to diagram somebody the map. That's what he looks like. I mean, Key, maybe, maybe he'll roam around in the pocket for 10, 15 minutes before he makes a play. That's what he did against the Raiders, you know? You know, it's so funny. 
we were talking about the social media stuff. Social media and people do the little memes and all the different stuff. Mm-hmm. They say Kyler Murray looked like a little badass kid that stole his mother's phone running yeah. around with the ball in his hand. <laughs> Remember the Jackson? Just, remember, the world we live in, I man. thought you don't pay attention remember, to social media. Remember, I have friends like you who send it to me. Remember the, remember the Jackson's American Dream miniseries when he tried to catch Mike and ran out of bed? He goes, he's faster than a rabbit. That was Kyler Murray on Sunday versus the Las Vegas Raiders escaping that whole thing and making that play down the stretch. All right, we're playing on the plus side here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max with Freddie Coleman in for Max. All right, Freddie, mm-hmm. you're up. We got a game tonight, week three, Pittsburgh. Plus four and a half at Cleveland. How do you see this one? I see the Pittsburgh Steelers covering because in the last 14 matchups between these two, the Pittsburgh Steelers are 11-3-1 against the Cleveland Browns since 2015. They're 38-9-1 versus Cleveland since they came back into the league in 1999. Now, the Browns, we know they're going to do things in terms of offensively where they can score. They have scored a 52.4% of their possessions. That's tied with the Chiefs and the Bills for the most in the NFL after the first couple of weeks. But even now, T.J. Watt, that defense still played well against the New England Patriots, limiting them to 17 points. I'm not expecting Mr. Biscay out there to get a touch of the end of Ben Roethlisberger. But rivalry games, Cleveland still, I think, will have a little bit of a hangover, guys, after they blew that game against the New York Jets. I can see the Pittsburgh Steelers going on the road, being that road dog and covering this game despite being a four-and-a-half-point underdog. So you're a believer in Trubisky going out there and slinging it a little bit more, Freddie? You like that? I'm not talking about in terms of him slinging it, but I think the more and more he gets comfortable and the more comfortable they get with him, that he'll make enough plays. It's all about the running game and the defense. It's old-school Pittsburgh Steelers football. You don't have the quarterback having to go out there. Even though in modern football you need your quarterback to make plays, it's almost similar to the Cleveland Browns with Jacoby Brissett, who was really good last week, 22-27 versus the New York Jets. He and Nick Chubb didn't blow that game. The defense and special teams blew that game. But I think Pittsburgh's defense, a short week, Cleveland's still having that hangover. I think the Steelers cover. I think that hangover's over because they know how they lost the football mm-hmm. game. They went back into the drawing board. They fixed that. And look, in the end, Cleveland is a better football team right now than the Pittsburgh Steelers. The quarterback is better. And typically when you have a better quarterback than your opponent, you usually win those games. I hear you in terms of the hangover, Keyshawn, but I think I would that would make a little bit more sense to me if this game was being played on Sunday or Monday on a short week where even if you can go back into the lab, you didn't get a chance to go out there and practice those kind of things on a short week. So I still wonder how much of that, uh, at least early on, may still be a part of their DNA tonight versus it's Pittsburgh. All, it's all mental. You, you're not – like yeah. people think practice, practice. It's just mental. I could sit in a room and we can go over it on the board and I could take it to the, to the field and duplicate what we went over on the board. And then in terms of the short week, I see you one of those guys that been in this business for a very, very long time. Oh, boy, here we and, go. And you've heard coaches for nope, many, nope. many and players talk about, nope. oh, the short week. Man, that no, stuff not, don't really mean I, nothing. That has nothing to do with that. I've heard those conversations. I just always look at, and you know this more than anybody else, more than ever before, having that short week, even if you don't have that kind of practice time or no practice time, and you got to go on the board, you still got to go out there and play on a short week when your bodies may not have – fully healed even those early in the well, season. Freddie. That's why Freddie. I look at that. I don't Freddie. look at Coach Big. That's not These me. are games at home that the Browns have to get, though, right? There's like, no doubt about that. If you're the Browns, you're saying, hey, we let the Jets one get away from us. Mm-hmm. Like, at home, the Steelers now at home. Like That's defense we need to come didn't play. It, didn't it help me? Because I'm, I'm, I'm – we're at – what is this, Thursday? Yes, yeah. it is. Didn't the Steelers play Sunday, too? 
Yep. The Steelers didn't have the kind of loss that the Browns but, but had. But I'm just oh, saying, though. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's different. Uh, here's the, yeah, I hear you, but here's the context, Key. It's different the way the Steelers lost compared to the way the Browns lost. The Steelers lost that, a tough but, ball game. The yeah, Browns but, gave one away. That's no, different. Why do you think there's a hangover with giving one away? Wouldn't you think that they're going to respond because to that they were better? Th- no, they were 30-17, to 17, Jay, and you blew that game. You're the Cleveland Browns at home. Well, Freddie, you the Pittsburgh Steelers me, I'm not yelling at you. I'm getting my point across. See, this one is generation thing comes in key when somebody comes at the younger generation you don't have to yell at me validate my feelings when i'm making oh, a strong wow. point and i'm yeah. raising my voice now that's he's what talking happens to you like he's yeah. your dad yeah. now i'm 30, <laughs> now i'm 14 years old i'm 14 no, years wait, old now 17 yeah 17 thank you for the three three wait bump. though freddie all i'm saying all i'm saying is you said the bumps mm-hmm. and the bruises yeah. and all of that and i said didn't pittsburgh play on sunday too they're and I, bruised yeah, and they're bumped and they got scrapes and all that too. Yeah, but and they both got the same time off. Mm-hmm. They both play on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. One had to actually travel and get on a plane Pittsburgh. and do all of those sort of things where another one rolled far. out of Man. the bed and went and drove their Bentley to the stadium. So it's just, that's all I'm saying. I, I understand that. I hear all of that. The context is to me, it's a lot different the way the Steelers lost by three points to the Patriots than the Browns giving one away by giving up two touchdowns with a buck 22 left in the okay, game. So now, they so can we put lunch on this, Freddie? Can we, put, can, we do a, can, we, can we bet on this? Can we do lunch straight up? You sure. want to do straight up on this game? You want to do straight I'll take the Steelers and you take the Browns? Yeah, straight yeah, up. We okay, do it. let's do it. Okay. That's lunch. Now, so, let me, that's fine. Now, now let me mess with your head a little bit more, Freddie. No, oh, brother. It, it doesn't take much, but have at it. <laughs> when, when it <laughs> I didn't say you need the hair <laughs> No, I'm not talking about that. See, now, see, oh. see I'm see, talking about the mental. See, exactly. See, that's see, what he does. That's Freddie. what he does. That's it, what he it, does. So, Real slick. Always picking on the ball, brothers. I get it, Keyshawn. Have uh, at it. Again, when you look at it, one team traveled, bumps and bruises. Another team rolls out of the bed with no problem at all. Another team can't figure out how to beat a team that owns them in the New England Patriots. And so when you say that one team like the Cleveland Browns blew a a lead to the New York Jets, which they did, but they also know why they blew the lead, what happened in those situations, so they can make those necessary changes with no problem at all. Chubb won't run into the end zone anymore, hopefully. I mean, let's – Well, I didn't blame him for that. The defense got to stop I understand that, but that is contributed to the loss (laughs) where – the Pittsburgh Steelers can't figure out how to beat Bill, Bill Belichick no matter who the damn quarterback is. Well, the Browns so, can't figure out how to beat the Steelers. They're 3-11-1. I understand that part, but I'm talking about last week's games, the stress that you brought in this conversation that the Cleveland Browns are going to be facing, and I'm just saying that, hey, you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers losing to New England for the umpteenth time, they got some stress to think about too. Like, man, we can't – how we keep losing to these dudes? How we keep – no matter what? So you got to play fair with both teams is all I'm saying. Uh, Freddie, do you think ahead. do you think the Steelers get back to that physicality type of like type of play with Najee Harris just punishing it that that old line holding up cuz like I I I said it yesterday on the call. I know that Mike Tomlin has had a winning record or at least finished 500 for mm-hmm. all of his career. Right. I don't know if that's going to happen this year. I don't dispute I, I, when that. You, when you I go through the list that. of the games, mm-hmm. like this, that's why I, I go to this game for the Browns. It feels like the Browns are the better team, top to bottom. Not saying they have a better coach, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like, I don't. If they take away the run game from Najee Harris and their O line has questions, 
I don't believe in Mitchell Trubisky like that, even if he is going to have more pass throw attempts. I don't believe in them. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Here's what I'll say to what you just said in terms of Mitch Trubisky. He's not going to have to throw for 307 yards and four touchdowns like Joe Flacco did last week. But the Jets did also average over 4.7 yards a carry running the football. They didn't need to run it enough because the secondary and the pass rush wasn't there. You're not asking Mitch Trubisky to go out there and throw for a 300. But if he gets about 225, 230, and the running game gets you a buck 20, then all of a sudden you yeah. can flip that on the Cleveland Browns and do that on the road. It's not about protecting the quarterback. It's how you can make sure you're efficient offensively. At times, Pittsburgh shot themselves in the foot against the Patriots with bad penalties here and setting themselves behind the chains. And to, to go to Keyshawn's point, you don't have to go on the practice field and draw that. You can go on the board and say, hey, guys, we got we to gotta stop committing these kind of plays. If we do that, we got to enter Cleveland defense. Miles Garrett is not going to be 100% if he plays tonight. That secondary is banged up. We saw Joe Flacco and Garrett Wilson did to them last week for the New York Jets. So those kind of things can factor, even though Pittsburgh is going on the road, even though they don't have to go that far from Pittsburgh to Cleveland to play this game tonight. They still got to get on the plane. <laughs> Freddie, they still they still got to get on the plane. They still had Freddie. Let you up on that point, man. They still had to leave a day before. Key, they're not going from Pittsburgh to LA. They're going from Pittsburgh to Cleveland. Still, don't matter. They still got to get on the plane. Get them, Key. It's not a long ride. It's travel, Freddie. It's travel. They're not going on Spirit Airlines. Hey, they still get comfortable. They're still getting no. That's not true, Freddie. It's not Spirit Airlines. Okay. You everybody think because they go charter that it's some big luxury seats. They on normal commercial flight that is chartered through whatever airline they're using, and the seats are always about this wide. But they're not going. The that first far. class seats are giving to the coaches and stuff. And I understand they're not going far, but guess what they are doing? They're being taken out of their routine. Okay, the routine. Because here's what I would say: on Sunday you play. On Monday, you are most likely chilling, and you're off on a Tuesday. But because it's a short week, you adjust your schedule to some degree where you may come in and do a little work on a Monday and a little work on a Tuesday, and you get on the plane on a Wednesday. So it's not like they're traveling at 7 o'clock this morning because kickoff is tonight, and it's a short trip. They still got to leave home. They got to leave their family behind. Their kids are getting dropped off at school by somebody. It's a whole different deal. So all I'm saying is the routine changes. You have to travel. All of that sort of stuff does play a factor in you playing a game. When you're coached by Mike Tomlin, I'm going to trust he'll make those necessary adjustments playing a division okay. game going on the road. No, of course. I'm not, I mean, yeah. it's definitely I mean, what you're should, saying is 100%. According to you, according to you they should have just took one of those uh, – what do they call it? those scooter thingies that's running around New York City? They should have just took one of those. <laughs> those, on the, those uh, <laughs> what do they call those things, man? Jay, you know the young generation. Y'all <laughs> use them. Oh, oh now I'm supposed to know. I stay off things with two wheels, okay? Yeah, yeah. Look, Probably. Man. Hey, yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah. All, all righty Prayer then. emoji hands. Yeah, give them to me. All righty then. <laughs> I give them I'm, to you I'm right glad, there. I'm glad that you said that, yes, Jay. I'm glad. Yeah, but, yes. You ain't going down that path again. I, I do not blame you. By the way, Pittsburgh Steelers, former <laughs> linebacker the Steelers, Ryan Shazer, will join us here at Keyshawn, J. Max at 9.30 Eastern time. Here are our picks on the plus side, the best underdog bets of NFL Week 3. Keyshawn says, hey, Jacksonville plus seven versus Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, you should take that. Jay says the Rams 
four, three and a half point favorite over Arizona. Take Arizona. And tonight's game, Pittsburgh, a four and a half point road dog at Cleveland. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers wind up covering that when it's all said and done. Switching gears a little bit in the National Football League. A lot of conversation, not just about NFL when it comes to week three. And we're going to talk more about NFL week three with a lot of questions going into this week regarding teams and players, et cetera. We're definitely going to do that. But Justin Fields, talk about questions. A lot of people questioning what he had to say the post game of the losing, the Chicago Bears losing the Green Bay Packers on Sunday, saying that, hey, you know, we put in the work, the fans don't put in the work, and I'm clarifying and I'm paraphrasing. He tried to clarify that post game remark by saying, I respect every fan we have. He was also asked, guys, does losing to this team, meaning Green Bay, does it sting more because of this rivalry, how much Bears fans want to win this game? And his response was, it hurts more in the locker room than for Bears fans. I mean, at the end of the day, they're not putting in any work. They had a chance to clarify that yesterday. I was mad after the game, and I'd like to address this now to get everything cleared up. But, you know, there was a thing that I said on Sunday after the game where I said, you know, the fans don't put in work. And when I was first off, um, you know, I was frustrated after the game. So, you know, number one, I didn't want to come and talk to you guys. Um, I wasn't in the mood to come and talk to you guys. So, um, you know, I should have did a better job explaining what I meant by that. But um, what I meant by that was I'm talking about work regarding the game on Sunday, winning the game. You know, I don't know any fans. I don't know what they're doing in their personal lives. Um, and I respect every fan that we have. I'm, you know, glad that we have fans. So, you know, I would never disrespect, you know, anybody on what they do or what they love to do. Um, and, you know, that was, you know, it came off like that. And, of course, you know, some social media outlets, they, you know, quoted my quote and, you know, they got a big buzz out of it. So, of course, they did a great job doing that. And, of course, social media is going to do that. But, yeah, I just wanted to clear that up. What did I tell you, Shannon? <laughs> what did I tell you, Jay? I said the, the young man is coming off the field. Mm-hmm. He's frustrated. And you march him in to talk to the damn media, and he ain't thinking. He just – all he knows is I just lost a game, and I just lost a game to a team that I wanted to beat that I haven't beaten. That's all it is. It's the frustration. It's then a question is asked, and he's like, well, wait a minute. I just seen my teammate in the locker room. He usually gets dressed in 20 minutes. It probably took him five hours to get dressed because he's frustrated. He's tired. He's messed up in the brain right now because we lose this game. And remarks come out. And, yeah, like you said, maybe you should have clarified it or cleaned it up a little bit. But when you get put in front of a microphone right after a game, many wild things can happen. Trust me, I've been there a 100 times after a game to a point where it's like, you know what? I learned it early in my career, Freddie. And then I took. I would always have to take a cold cooling off period. I make, right. I make the ass sit in there and wait in the media room for me. I wasn't one of the first dudes. After a while, I, you know, I got to get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Knotted up and everything. Mm-hmm. Get fresh. I'm gonna take go. my time. I'm gonna calm down. And then you could ask me some questions because you catch me right after a bad game in a bad situation, I'm liable to say anything. This is why being an athlete is like being a politician to a degree, right? You always have to. That's fair. You, you have to keep your own emotions close to the chest, right? Close to the vest and and not let your true feelings come out all the time because it can lead to these type of things. That was a simple blunder. I wouldn't ab- apologize if I were Justin Fields. But I'm glad that he did because this whole thing was stupid in my opinion. That's not what he meant. He meant work on the field. He didn't mean that everyday blue-collar people don't work hard mm-hmm. to pay for their tickets to come there to games. It, just, it was, a, it was a, a quick blunder that should be over and done with. And I'm glad he, he did it the whole conversation. Justin Fields is pretty sharp enough to know that as mature as he is, this is part of the maturation process when it comes to being an NFL quarterback and the face of an organization. If this is the worst thing that he's going to do this season, Justin Fields is going to be yeah. okay. Whoever got their underwear and a bunch about this, that's a you problem. That's not a Justin Fields problem. 
and the fact that he felt the need to clarify shows more maturity from him mm-hmm. than from other people. Believe me, if this is the worst thing that's happened to Justin Fields, Bears fans, in the words of Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, R-E-L-A-X, relax. You're going to be fine, and so is he. Tune into a football header on Sunday in ESPN Radio. The Patriots versus the Ravens in the first game, fouled by Jaguars at Chargers in the second game. Coverage begins at noon Eastern time on select ESPN radio stations. Thanks for joining us at Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max with Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman in for Max Kellerman. And we're going to go back to Steelers versus Browns tonight in Cleveland. And we'll tell you who needs this win more for the rest of their season. That's next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.